This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the zombie cast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Bang! Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 155, where I'm Sean. And Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. I want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. We want to thank all the chatters over here that join us live. But if you want to hear us live, if you can't join us live, you can simply get the Stitcher radio app free on all devices at All Games Live. And we will come out of your radios live every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We do want to remind all you guys to go to zombieresearchsociety.com. We're the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. You can go over there and browse all the news stories, and also you can stream ZombieCast from over there while you're browsing those stories on the bottom right. Uh, whenever uh, you click on a news story, just get to the bottom, to the right, click play, and uh, two birds with one stone over there. And w- while you're over on the social medias, we want you guys to go over to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our fan page, and then head over to the Twitters and like at ZombieCast News, and then... Dead reviews, but we're, we're going to be changing that name up a little bit. Uh, but click the banner up top. I got to echo. And follow each individual host. So, guys, it's been a long week. We were not sure when we left the airwaves last week if we were maybe three hosts or four hosts or maybe if one host was gone. <laughs> maybe he, he took himself out. Maybe he was sick. I killed got... myself. I, I heard a rumor that there was a, there was a report that I literally committed suicide during the show, which, I, that, which even I was like, really? What? Wow. <laughs> so, so this week, Ted, me, Norma, and Matt, we've gotten together. And before you explain what happened, we've all decided we're going to have nap time segment from now on. So in between guys, <laughs> 30 and about maybe 3 in the morning, we're going to take a nap. Right, yes. Ted? Go ahead, man. We'll, we'll just sleep because, you know, last week, you know, from my understanding, Ted just said F this show. 
It went Pretty much. It went well, in Ted's defense, he can't remember actually saying F this show. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he can't, you know. Does that count, though? Because he really did say it. So just well, he no. remember. I can, I, like, okay, 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 okay. Wake up, Sam, wake up, wake up! <laughs> Sorry. So what happened, Ted? Take us through what you remember. I will take us through what I remember. We'll take you, then we'll, then take we'll you say what happened on our end. Because, okay, uh, now first, I want to hear what happened on your end. Okay, I want to hear what happened on your end. Then I will okay. explain what happened on my end. Then I want Derek, who's on the call, to explain what happened on his end. What he All saw. Right. Do you mind if I kick off, guys? If Go ahead. Uh, kick off. If you're launching. Kick off. So, hey, I, can, I can be emotional, Matt, so please, please. I, yeah, I might, start, I might start crying during this. So. It was an emotional time. Okay, so we were having a great interview with Ed. And then it was about, uh, I think it was about, what, 9, 9.30, 9.35. We threw to Ted because Ted was really interested in Ed. Ted really wanted to be on the call for Ed. Yeah, we and threw I, to I, brought Ted. Up, I brought up during the week. Is Ed on the show this week? Is Ed on the show this week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we threw to Ted, and we knew he wasn't feeling that well. Uh, but then we didn't hear an answer. But his, his Skype was still on, so we thought it a bit weird. We didn't hear anything. Now, you're missing that before the show and out on the air, I, I did establish that I had taken yeah. some pills. Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd mix some new medications up, and you weren't feeling that good. Uh, you'd also had about a, a fifth of scotch, and, and you're getting really belligerent before the show. Yeah, but uh, a little bit. You know, we just couldn't recognize him. So it was established that you were tired and weren't feeling that good. So we, when we threw to you and we didn't hear from you, uh, our creative brain started working overtime. We're like, we're, what's that? It wasn't like you said goodbye. I'm coming back. It's now just, that's yeah. that's where that's where um uh that is where my legal state from my legal standpoint if this is if this is a court of law that is where I will uh uh jump in and say <laughs> I was told like I don't remember much I did okay. have some sort of reaction to something and I blacked I don't know but yeah. I was told by everybody that I just vanished without a word you did now it was quiet I, now we thought now, we were just you were just listening that's all now now. I checked the Skype archives last uh, Saturday night, six uh-huh. eleven p.m. I stated I will be right back. To which Norma replied, "Okay." Oh, I didn't oh. see that. And that, that was a that was that that never came back. <laughs> but yeah. I, you guys said I disappeared without a word. I did say I was leaving. I did say I'd be right back, and I wasn't. But I did say I was leaving in the Skype right. archive. Right. Yeah, but you came back after that, Ted. Yeah, you did. You came <laughs> you back. Did you come came back, back after that. Because I said, okay, and then you just kept talking. Like, you were gone for a split second and came right back. So you're saying that was not when I went missing. That uh, I got the chat up right here. If you just click on your stuff. Uh, like, hello, Ted, Ted, Ted. Yeah, because it goes from me saying, I'll be right back, Norma saying okay, then to like 30 minutes later, Matt going, Ted, 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 Ted. No, you come back. You say I'll be right back, and then you're like, "Hello." For a minute. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then maybe I'm wrong. No, Your prosecution me. sucks. Okay. So, <laughs> so I don't know how they handle law up there in Canada. They shoot <laughs> with people, facts, people's Ted. hands off. We do with facts. Okay. So we're getting a little worried. It was ten minutes, and and Sean's like, "Okay, I think we're going to cut the show." We were kind of chatting to ourselves. Uh, so we cut the show, and then uh, so it's me, Norma, and Sean on, on is Ted Alive Patrol because. Your Skype was still up, and it's, it's a little weird for someone to just disappear with the Skype still up. And, and after you tell us that you were feeling bad, so we're thinking, like, you know, <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time on all games that someone was sick over Skype and wasn't feeling well and someone had to step in. 
So we, we reached out to as many people as we knew to try to find your phone number. Sean tried phoning you phone a few times, didn't you, Sean? Yes. I tried calling him, and it went like a couple of rings and then to his voicemail. Ted, Ted, we, we, we were even doing this. We were like, all right, all right, be quiet, be quiet. Is he breathing? <laughs> well, he that's breathing? it. Turn your volume though. I think I hear something. Do you hear something? Are they knocking? I I hear something. <laughs> Is somebody knocking? Yes. Is there? Yes. That was us. Now, before, before Derek or, or you say that we call the police too soon, and that's – I might be a spoiler I'm alert. looking at my phone history right now. Yeah, there are quite a few missed there calls from um, last Monday. So we tried, to, we tried to find your address. We went on your Facebook. Uh, we, tried to, <coughs> we tried to reach out to you as many different ways as possible. Yes, yeah, Sub-Z even messaged me on Xbox Live. I found that out. Yeah. So, we, yes. I mean, we went into our own private Facebook chat, and we were strategizing. Then Mariana was actually down here, and she could see I was concerned. And, uh, and, and Norma and Sean were all like, should we just call the cops? Because, I mean, we don't want, I mean, we all said it. We, we don't want a, this to be a situation where we didn't just because we felt stupid. And then something happened to you. We're like, uh, we'd rather, we'd rather have a stupid story and you'd be okay than exactly. have Exactly. Oh, it's a, it's a real stupid yeah. story. But, but, yeah. <laughs> but Matt, Matt, I remember somebody in the background saying, he, he, he's the father of my baby. You better call. Yeah. Mariana's really concerned that her, the father of Xander, the biological father of Xander wasn't feeling well. So keep in mind, we, we phoned the cops like an hour into this thing. Yeah. Like we were like, all our other avenues were done. We didn't know where you were. We only knew that you felt bad. And that you weren't responding, your Skype was still up. So and I had taken some pills. Which and and you taken some pills. So, yeah. so the, the next closest thing was was Derek H. So I was like, man, you know, maybe I can call him. So I, I didn't have his cell number, so I called him on Facebook. And he answered, and, and I know he's right down the street, but uh, he was like, uh, what do you want me to do? Uh, we, we didn't know what to do. And uh, you, were in a- <laughs> you know, he started no, no, wait, no, 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 on show before, and he sounded <laughs> tired and like distraught. So maybe he was like napping. Well, let me ask you this: Did Derek say was Derek's tone like what? What, what should we do? Or was it more like, <laughs> no. yeah, what do you want me to do about it? it was like, no, his his, his like, actual uh, words uh, this. Uh, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I don't give what a crap. Was that? What was he that can sound? pass out for all I care. That's that's what he said. Because <laughs> Derek told me Derek's been on many a movie night with me, and he is right. I have disappeared without a word on many a movie night. Like playing games with Sean on gaming night. You're just like, you just see Sean's character standing there. Sean disappears all the time. I remember, I remember, and Derek says, What do you think? You think he killed himself? (laughs) Yes, I heard, I heard, I heard that I, it was believed that I killed myself live on air. That's one of the things I heard. Yeah. On a very serious note, sorry, I just want to get on a very serious note. if, If someone's not responding after they say they're feeling bad after taking new medication, that's not something you screw around with. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't just saying it, Matt, right? Because Ted, yeah. as soon as Ted got on the call, he was like, you know, I, I'm not feeling very well at all. I, I was yeah, slurring my speech. I was actually slurring my speech. Right? I'm slurring. He's like, I can't even talk. Right? You were telling us, you're like, I, I'm slurring. I can't even talk right. Before right. the show. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, 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 Ted, let's cut to your experience now after we called the police. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We did call the police. But wait, do we Good. say... Even after we called the police. Now, wait, Matt, we're all, you, were on the fo- you were on the phone with the police during this whole incident, right? Yeah. So we, well, I, I called because um, Norma found out where you lived. I called them. They were able to get your address, by the way, from your email. <laughs> I gave them your email address, and they were able to track you down. I'm like, that's, that's, that's super CSI. Well, shit. I, 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 you know, I've had to right? deal with the, the L.A. police before from certain other incidences, including, you know, uh, so. 
So uh, that, that was that was lucky because uh, we didn't know your address. Derek knew kind of, so Derek was able to provide us with the street. <laughs> so, so Ted, you 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 were. So you. So, so, so wait, wait, before you tell us about the cops, what what where did you go? I don't remember. Here's what I remember. Okay, I was told. Look, I was extremely tired. I've been up since like four a.m. And I have a prescription I take. That's I have a lot of stress and nerve problems. I, I I get really stressed out real easy. Like it's a problem I've had like my whole life. And really? I take this. I really have you noticed that? And I take this medication that calms me down. The whole point of the medicine is it mellows me out and makes me kind of feel good and calms me calms me down. I hadn't had it in a while. <laughs> so forget, about, while. forget about your worries. You know you're like. I love yeah, that the intent it, was to it, calm it, you down. Yeah, you're like I'm. I'm so excited about Ed being here. I need to take something to call me. It's medication you take. I'm not going to say the name of it. You take it, and it's like a Band-Aid on your brain just to call. If you're, if you're upset right. about something or you're worried about something or you're just too worked up and pissed, it calms you down. I and I had not had it in a while because what happened was there was a fuck-up at the doctor's office where I was supposed to get it the week before. The, the pharmacy didn't get it. The doctor's office closed. I had to go like five days without it. So Monday before the show, they worked it out. They said, we will have your medication at four, which is one hour before the show starts. I went and got it. I was feeling kind of not great. So I took two of them, which you should not do. I took two. But I've done that in the past, but I took two. So by the time the show started, keep in mind I've been up since four o'clock, I was already like half asleep. And then those pills just put me in the state of just... Like a half cotic catatonic, like I don't even know. I, I wasn't even thinking straight. I was about to just fall over. And I was that way by the time the show started. And I told you guys about it. And Matt, you right. even said, Ted, if you need to go, just go. Mm-hmm. So my understanding from what people said they heard was I was talking to Ed about freaky links and then I went dead. And that's the last thing I said. Yeah. Is that yes. is pretty that, much? Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. And we didn't think anything of it. We just okay. thought you were listening to Ed's answer kind of deal. Okay. This honest to God is what my memory is. And I've, trust me, I've thought about this way more than I should have. I have really thought about it. gave you good reason for that, too. I have been th- this, this really caused me to reassess a lot of things this week, like sleeping. Um, I, I have thought long and hard, and this is what I remember. So, Ed, I really liked that Freaky Link show. Yeah, yeah, Freaky Links did it. I said, there was an episode you guys did featuring like a lobster monster out in the desert. I said something about a lobster monster. He says, yeah, 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 yeah. And then in one instant, my door is getting kicked down by the police. (laughs) I don't remember anything from lobster monster to door getting kicked down by police. I do know it is scary. It's like surgery. Have you ever had like minor surgery where they put you to sleep and it's like, it's like you blink and it's like two hours later and you don't remember, and it's just very bizarre, and you're really confused, and you're groggy, and you feel like shit. Right, That's you're right. Like. Mm-hmm. So all I know is I said lobster monster. Next thing I know, a bomb goes off in my apartment. <laughs> You've never heard it. And I somehow am in my bed. I don't know how I got to the bed. I jumped out of the went bed. To bed. <laughs> I went to bed, but I don't remember going to bed. It's terrifying. <laughs> and I run out of the den. I, say what? So I run out of the bedroom into the den to find my doorknob and lock are decimated. There's a hole in the wall from where the door hit it. Three cops are entering my apartment, followed by Derek motherfucking Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I Gabriel has come! 
and, and I and I go and I really just go like, what in the shit is this? <laughs> what is this? And, and I, I was half asleep. I, I mean, I was really, I was really, I was out of my mind. I didn't know what was happening. And no, the cop said to me, we were knocking on your door for like 15 minutes. Didn't you hear it? And I said, I have a noisemaker in my bedroom. I didn't hear shit. I can't hear anything outside of that room, which is true. I have a noisemaker, which is why I never answered the phone when you guys called. The phone was left by the computer in the den. I couldn't hear it ringing. Um, so I said I have a noisemaker, and the guy goes, we have your friend Matt on the phone. He called. He's really concerned. And, did, 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 did. <laughs> and I turned and leaned in the, into the kitchen and looked at the clock on the microwave, and it was like 8.05. The show ends at 7. It was like 8.05, and I was just like, oh, shit. And, yeah, and that's basically – then the cops – Told, uh, asked me to sit on the couch while they did a, basically a drug search of my apartment. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they asked if you had drugs in your place too, and I said no, obviously. But Well, they did a search, and then Derek uh, was sitting there, and, and we all had a big laugh. Um, and then I came and looked at my phone and saw all these missed calls, and I heard some rambling voicemails from Sean talking to Angie, which talking about how, he, how I sounded real depressed. <laughs> Um, he didn't know he's been recorded, I guess. And then I came and told you guys, and I remember all I did is come on Skype and I said, guys, cops just kicked my fucking door down. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want Derek sit down and said, Ted, I told them not to do this, but they did it anyways. I'm really sorry. I, tried well, I, to talk terrified, about it. I, I was terrified for Derek that he had to be around three white police officers. Where you at, Derek? Now, Derek, what did you see? Because, look, I, I had some sort of episode. I blacked out. I don't know because I don't remember anything. But I will say, I, when I got back to my computer, my mic was muted. So I Ooh. consciously muted my mic before I got up and left. So you guys wouldn't hear. I don't know. I, we do not. I, we are not apologetic about calling the cops. I just want to say no, that. Before we start. So everybody I've Sorry. talked to about it says, well, you should be. That's what they should have done. Yeah. You know what? You pray for stories like this that's laughable in the end. In the end, you know what I was, I was thinking at first that when we were calling and Matt's like, yeah, I do a podcast with them and I'm all the way in Canada. I was waiting for like them to say, yeah, stop pranking yeah. us. This is an emergency line. Like I really thought that they Did were going to like hang up. No, I called your local police station. I found it on Google. Okay. <laughs> Glendale so, or whatever. Oh, sorry. Like, you know, I how mean... believable is that? <laughs> that somebody's like, yeah, I know him from a a podcast we don't really know each other like as friends friends but we hey, show it friends, again. friends with ted but you know what i mean like i know i just thought it'd be it's just kind of silly like i don't know yeah. if i would believe that hey ted no i know you yeah ted if you drop off skype let us know real quick at skype or or your door's gonna be kicked in yeah. Well, I'm telling you what, I, I don't have that noisemaker on anymore. I have not slept with that noisemaker because that noisemaker is what caused all the problems. Because I would have heard the cops knocking. I would have heard my phone ringing because I, 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 I just fell asleep. It's not like when the cops got here, they had to resuscitate me. When no. they broke that door down, I was out of the bed and on my feet and running into the den. And like, I was, what's dangerous, they could have just blown my brains out too. Because all they what see the is fuck? the fuck? All they see is some dude running out of the back. Oh. <laughs> And I laugh now, dude, because it, it was it, Ted, dude. It, it was really a scary time. Even Freeman, mommy was trying desperate. Ashton, everybody, yeah. trying well, I, I heard, to figure I heard, out. I heard, Ashton, I heard Ashton had a little trembly lip, and I heard also that Matt had a little. Uh, Matt was talking with a little lump in his throat. I heard something about that. We were all what? sad. We were all. Sad. I was. That was me barely containing my laughter. But he, <laughs> like, 
he phoned like the cop phone they're legit trying to like just get a key for your door so i don't know if your landlord wasn't the around la- well, they- the landlord leaves at six so if you're there after six you can't she's she's gone so you can't get a key shouldn't there be something though where cops can access a key i think there should be a, a, a better means than just kicking the door down i mean i think there should be okay. a yeah it's called picking up the phone answering the knocks you should be proud you should be proud to have friends like us but, but i'll tell you what matt matt was very serious dude and yeah, well, we and, and the first thing he asked was, was "Should I?" And I was like, "Dude, it's dumb not to." And, and Matt was all over it, dude. And uh, he sent he, he sent the army, dude. Yeah. Which I was called like, five police stations just to make sure. We're like, <laughs> is it okay? No, it, if we don't do anything about this, and it's a serious situation, I'm with myself. how mad will we be that we lost Ted and that yeah. we were dumb enough to not? try to call and have somebody come over yeah and i told matt a million times ever dude the right thing we, we don't i mean we I didn't know because i felt stupid about it and sean kept saying that yeah, was the right thing it was the right thing. and so did norm yeah, was Everyone's right thing. I, my only concern was when like i was in i went Derek to chime in because Derek will tell you that the state i was in because Derek was there um I was extremely confused. I was extremely groggy, and I was probably sort of talking a little crazy because I was, or I was already kind of drugged, and I had no idea what was happening. He's on um, bath salts. Shoot him! Shoot him! But <laughs> I was not so out of my mind that when I saw that door, I looked at the cop and said, "You have to pay for that, right?" <laughs> that is funny. I it, did it get did, that out, right? And the cop looked at me and nodded and gave me his card. And they have not. It took them four days to replace the door, so I slept with a fucking table pressed against that door. But <laughs> nobody has billed me for it since yet. So I did the physical dialing, but everyone was saying you got to phone the cop, and everyone was everyone was getting addresses. Derek helped get the street address, so everyone was looking after you, man. Well, Derek owed me because I did save his life from a stroke uh, uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. But this is, I, I this realize... is becoming a pattern to me and Derek. I'm sure I'll be over at his house battling a, a, a werewolf or something off, pulling a werewolf off of him. So Ted, I didn't realize you park underground. Are you Batman? Yeah, my car is my car is underground. Yeah, Batman. is that no, something no, that's on North that, Carolina? That night, that night, my car was not underground. My car was on the street because I, uh, I somebody stole my clicker. Remember the whole thing where somebody stole my gate? Oh yeah. Thing? Oh. So I had to park. I got another one, but I had to park <coughs> that day. And this is funny too. I had to move my car that night, or else I would get a ticket the next day because they have street sweeping. And I, I the cops were just barely leaving. And I was, I told Derek. I'm going to my car. And Derek's like, where are you going? I'll drive you. I was like, I got to move my fucking car. They're going to give me a ticket. <laughs> so I was, so I was right, in, right enough in the mind to like move my car for a, not get a ticket and ask the cop, like, you, you're paying for that door, right? I mean, now, now, I'm not a therapist or nothing, Ted, but I would say this medication is causing some stress. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of ironic. <laughs> no, the medication's amazing. I just um, – I think – you know what I think happened? This is a true – this is absolutely true. I think this happened, and I have talked to a couple of people. That medication is something I've taken for a while, and it was up for renewal. I had to go in to see the doctor for the first time in a year. Uh, I normally take – I think I think I inadvertently took four times what, what I was – my normal dosage. Because what happened was I think I take half a milligram of that medication – I thank my doctor because they adjust that medication accordingly to how you're feeling. That's what they do. I think they knocked it up to one milligram, and I was unaware. So then I took two of them, so I literally quadrupled the amount I was used to taking. So, Ted, Rachel in chat is saying, Ted, sounds like you were narked. Uh, That could have resulted in respiratory distress. 
narked? Yes. Well, like, like overdosed. Uh, like, no, uh, no. I mean, people take a ton more than that. I took two milligrams. People take, wow. I, you know, um, I thought I was actually being swatted. But, all right, all right, Ted, now, hear me out. Hear me Mortal out. Kombat gaming? <laughs> hear me out, then we'll take a nap, all right? I'm actually, no. I'm actually, I'm actually feeling all right tonight. I'm more depressed about my parents' uh, house situation. But. All, right, all right, all right, all right. Two things that I want to mention. Like, the drummer for Avenged Sevenfold, you know, was found dead because of medications, right? Two, my father, you know, you know, my stepdad committed suicide back in December. My, you know, my father's gay and his, his partner committed suicide. Well, they were kind of in an argument and he was missing. And my father said, you know what? I'm not going to call. We've been arguing. And it ended up bad. So mm. Colin, Colin no, is always look, I, good. I have no ill will. You guys were right to call. I totally. And everybody I've talked to says, you're lucky you have friends that are willing to have the police to police break your door down. We just thought so, it'd be a funny story. Yeah, it, it yeah, and, 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 and at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. no harm done other than the massive panic attack I had for 12 straight hours afterwards. But wasn't it an <laughs> adrenaline rush? Because after that, didn't it feel good? It's like you just skydive. No, or like I could not feel my fucking hands. Like I was, <laughs> oh, I, I, I went to, I went and got in bed right after that, and I was in bed like I could not breathe. I could not feel my hands. I couldn't feel my feet. Dude, I was having to start smoking, man. I was having a f- – I need to start smoking marijuana. I really do. Really I do. was having a full-blown, like, panic attack, and rightfully so. Ra- everybody that's ever had your door kicked down by the cops, raise your hand. It's uh, no problem. No, not me. My hand's down. <laughs> I'm, I'm an anxious like, guy too, Ted, and I'm saying sometimes a little of the MJ kind of just smooths things over. Well, well I'm, I'll tell you what, Ted. I'm going to work this up. You know, you and Matt are talking about going camping. <laughs> that can't fear thing that you're doing. And Matt's going to give you a BJ, dude. What the fuck? you a BJ I think, you your door. A BJ? I think you guys That's are, think a Bon Jovi <laughs> concert. A Bon Jovi bon concert. Jovi I'm going to bring my phone. No bon way! <laughs> but Ted, just in case. Your Ted. fan fiction is uh, bleeding into the show, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, just in case. Uh, we hear you snoring. Let's do a test run. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Ted, are you still there? You with us? Ted. Okay, sound the alarm. Ted. Sound the Ted alarm. Ted. <laughs> we get Derek on. I, want, I love Derek. I love when Derek tells stories. I want to hear Derek. You know, I really want to hear, for now Derek. that we said Derek's our perspective, if you've heard of Ted's perspective, I really want to hear Derek's perspective. Can we, get the respective, can we get the perspective of my next door neighbor who probably jumped out of his skin too when the police kicked the door down? Can we get him over here? Like, Motherfucker! Oh, they're here! <laughs> they caught me. He's flushing all his drugs down the toilet or something like that. <laughs> Poor guy. They probably got a big Lebowski. What, what, if, what if Derek called you guys and said, okay, guys, we got a problem. Uh, they kicked the door down. Ted was alive, but he startled the police and they blew he him. He was a heart attack. They, they, or, they, yeah. shot him, they shot him dead because they startled him. I would feel bad, obviously, a bit. Uh, it would be funny if I didn't die. Then I'm like, I, mean, I just held it over you guys for the rest of your lives, and I got shot like in the stomach. <laughs> for sure had, had a had a had – a, a public service announcement that we need a new host at the beginning of the show, so we don't have that. <laughs> now, Derek, get on the call and uh, tell him your perspective. I love Derek H. stories. They, they amuse me. I want to hear it. You know you're listening, Derek. Come on. Derek. 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 Yeah, I don't Our man on the scene. It sounds yeah, we're about to catch cops on you, Derek. There is. We're about to kick your door in. You better answer. The way it happened, the way Ted said it happened is basically exactly how it happened. 
That is no, a like, story. When started contacting you, you, Derek, like, what were no, your thoughts? No, you, you, what, what you were, what you were said that, over, what were you thinking? And when the cops were beating the door down, what were you thinking? Well, Rick and Mortis Sean, dead. Sean called me up and said, Teddy committed suicide. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do about that? Like, I don't. And then Matt said he called the cops, and I didn't think that you could do that in a different country. But I guess. I didn't think so either. In retrospect, that was a little weird that I was able to call from Canada about a podcaster. Yeah. The moral of the story is don't make, don't, don't make Matt mad. Now, what did, what did you see? Because all I know is I walked out, looked up, saw three cops, and then about a second later, Derek comes walking around the corner. And I was like, what in the living shit is going on? Oh, there's, there's three cop cars outside of Ted's house. And, uh. Or lights flashing. Uh, go up to Ted's apartment. The door's already knocked down, and and Ted's in there, and like he's standing up. Him and the cop are talking. <laughs> and I walk in, and say hi, Ted. He's like, Hey, how you doing? Now, how what you state was I in? You you made this story better when we t- we're not on air because you're trying to intentionally ruin it. Yes, I am <laughs> because I, I'm no, doing, I'm doing do my that. best to sound as know. I'm doing my best to, uh, to get you myself not listening. part of this call. The no, he was he was he was out of it, and he said he said I'm going to go drive around for a while, which is always good when somebody's <laughs> uh, in a drugged up state and not know where they are. They're yeah, how, go how, how, how out of it was I, Derek? How out of it was I? You were out of it. You were very out of it to the point where I thought you were going to fall down the stairs. You walked down the stairs, and I was like, he's not making it down the stairs. When he made it down the stairs, he's like, I'm driving. I'm going to drive my car. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I, I said to you, you know what I said to you? I said I'm going to Subway. I told you I was going to Subway, and you said, I'll drive you to Subway. I was like, no, no, I'll drive. And then I got in my car, and I thought, I ain't going to no Subway. That should be a commercial for Subway. Yeah, right. Just blacked out for no reason. Well, I had planned to go to Subway after the show, because I usually do, and I still was like, I I haven't eaten today. Maybe that's part of why I don't feel well, so I better go get something to eat. So what did you eat, Ted? I ended up eating nothing. I went back and fell asleep in like two seconds. I thought the cops had shot his cat, though. I didn't see his cat. Yeah, and Subzy thought that a bit. Subzy th- said that would have been hilarious if the cops blew my cat away. I was like, what could possibly be funny about that? My Not beloved hilarious. little boo boo. Hilarious. Yeah, ah. Subzy actually freaked me the hell out because I was already feeling like shit about it. And then Subs was like, yeah, and out of all of this, boo escaped too. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what a punk. Boo was the most traumatized of all in this whole thing. I want to know. I want to know what this. I want to know what Mariana's uh, side of this like. I would like her on the call and have her. Uh... Yeah, can we get her on the call? Can we get everybody on the call? I'll get Mariana on the call if you want. If you're not get her on the call. kidding around. Okay, one sec. I'm going to call her now. She, she was like, you know, he, he's the father of my baby. You better call him, man. You better call him. Well, we're like, we are not getting off this phone till we know, or off this Skype call till we know what's going on. And I swear we could hear, like, the banging in the background. And then... Well, you could, because my microphone was... We get the message from Derek. Oh. Oh, I know Sean let me see some of the the, uh, the, the Facebook private messages between you guys. So I got to to read some of the archives. I was touched. It was. Oh, it was like okay, they're making the very soft hearted that night, and I was kind of like, concerned. I felt like I was reading one of those like you know when the when like the media posts like here's the nine one one call from uh, from so and so's house. I was <laughs> like, oh, here's Mariana with her uh, her Mariana report. Hello. I can't Hello. believe there's actually a difference huh? of uh, opinion on this. Hi. 
Hi, guys. How are you? So how are you, Mariana? I fantastic. Was you worried that you were going to lose the father of your baby? I was... Oh, my God. I was terrified. (laughs) No, I I don't know. It was weird. Matt was just like, he he gave me the lowdown. And then, like, you guys are trying to figure out what to do. Meanwhile, I'm imagining Ted, like, passed out his computer with, like, his tongue at the back of his throat choking. I'm like, well, we're sitting around with our thumbs up. Our butt's like, what do we do? I'm like, call the police! You are loved, Ted. You are loved. I think Canadian police handle things differently than American police because I have a feeling that Matt and Mariana figured the police were going to like knock on the door and maybe like a uh, call. They thought, like, they thought a couple of guys in red suits and, and big hats <laughs> were going to ride up on horseback. They, they go get the keys <laughs> from the super and let themselves in nicely and then like tuck Ted in. But American cops, they're like, they just start kicking stuff in. (laughs) Yeah, American cops, they just knock down doors. Then if I had known that that was going to happen, then I definitely would say call the police, because that's way more interesting than the scenario we had in mind. I thought it would be a nice little tap on the door. That's boring. Okay. But I know they're going to bust down the door. I'm like, I want tickets. (laughs) But but I do want to say, Mariana, I did hear you in the background, and you pretty much told Matt, look, this is nonsense. Call. Yeah. Right. And, and, And... that's what Matt, Matt, Matt called. Yeah. Well, okay, in all seriousness, like, I work in news, and I hear shitty stories all the time and stupid things that can just be prevented. So if it's a thought of you hear, you know, two days later, a guy was found, like, you know, he's eating out of a straw now. Oh, people knew he passed out. Why didn't they call anybody? Like, a worst-case scenario type thing. So, like yeah, that's my overreaction. It's like we're listening to FM right now. Keep it up, Mariana. Give us a news story. <laughs> a new story. Local man. I, I, I like how Matt was taking <laughs> credit. His tongue this morning. His this entire time. <laughs> this entire help. time, though, Matt's been taking credit for making a phone call, and we just found out that it wasn't his idea to make the phone call. It was actually Mariana so the one that saved that his was, life. It was Mariana that saved my Mariana life. Mariana made him. She was well, like, I, she I does love me. She I do love you. Oh. Baby's oh. got to go to college at some point. Sixteen. Oh. <laughs> wake up, Dad! Wake up! Uh, never mind. I thought he was snoring. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm still together. I'm still here. So, I, and I would like to, I would like to apologize, to Eduardo Sanchez. I was looking forward to talking to him, and I rudely uh, got up and said "fuck you" and all this stuff and left. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go and take a nap. <laughs> Norma, if you, uh, if you talk to Ed, because you know him, please tell him what happened and that I'm sorry. And if he ever comes back to the show, I promise to try to stay awake. You're 0 for 2, Ted. I know. I've missed him twice. It's <laughs> a good excuse this last time. It is. He should make a movie out of that. Hey, Mariana, you got to come on the show more often. Oh, well, thank you. Why yeah, aren't I, I invited more often? All right, that's it. That's it. She's done. No, wait a minute, because I I keep getting emails. I see the emails from them, and they keep saying they want Mariana on, but Matt says something about she's not allowed to be on, or I don't want her on. Or interference on this end. Sorry, guys. Hey. I might see I might see Ted Ed in the next couple weeks, but if he's back in town, but. I will let him know. You can't just send him like a text and say, "Hey, sorry about that." No, I could do that too. Better in person. I wanted to ask you why you're on here. You guys are about to get the sunlight back. It's been dark all winter. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you've got like 30 days of night up there, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> how did you how did you survive the vamp the, the nonstop vampire attacks? Oh, we got a little uh, zombie den down here, a zombie survival den. So. I meant polar bears. Polar bears. No, that's that's further up north than Thunder Bay. Yes. We're fine down Matt here. Matt tells us she's got beluga whales and polar bears. Come on, Matt. <laughs> oh my god. We always do we have a Canada segment every week. Oh. <laughs> and Matt said you guys have got beluga whales <clears throat> and Moose and uh, oh, we do have moose. We do have the moose. Caribous. What is it? The caribous. Caribou. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What kind of zombie like do you that. like? Did I have like wants to know what kind of zombie do you prefer? Like, yeah. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you, Mariana. Next <laughs> yeah? time guest on our show, we always ask him a definition of a zombie. That definition could be Scooby Doo, could be George Romero, could be any kind of zombie. But whenever you go to see a movie, Mariana, what's a zombie to you? What do you want to see? What's a zombie? What do I want to see? Like the slow ones, the fast ones. Like what kind of zombie do you prefer? I prefer a fast one because that gives me something to be worried about. Like it's an actual threat. I, sometimes the zombies on like The Walking Dead, I'm like, what? They're, they're stupid. Like, come on. You can't chase any of those. The faster one, that's an actual threat. Not the one you can just go up to and hit with a pitchfork really quickly. But yeah, I don't know. Is that an okay answer? It's a really good answer. Uh, Best answer. Yes. And Mariana, you should watch the new series on Netflix. We always talk Netflix. This guy, Jane Fonda, and that this, other did you, chick. Did you just say this guy, Jane Fonda? No, no, no. This girl. <laughs> I said this guy, Jane Fonda, uh, and, and uh, the Tomlin girl. Both of them was on 9 to 5. But there's a new series. Lily Tomlin? Lily Tomlin and, and her. But uh, Lily Tomlin's like this old hippie. That like drinks peyote and smokes pot and makes dildos, but it's real vulgar. Yeah. It's, it's, and what it is, is, is they, they are best friends and their husbands work together and they have a oh, retirement center. And the husbands tells the wives, you know what? We're gay. We're going with each other. And they leave Lily Tomlin and, and Jane Fonda by themselves. But it's, it, you will die laughing because it's a lot of GD and motherfucker. And I mean, it's the most foul <laughs> language of the two older women. That you've ever seen, but it's new on Netflix. It's nine episodes. Uh, All right. But you and Matt have got to check it out. Freeman Mommy just cackles watching it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marianne, I have a question. I have a question for you. I have uh, acquired uh, two tickets to the Great Horror Camp Out. Are you Don't available? You dare, Ted. Don't you June dare. Six to go on the Great Horror <laughs> Camp Out, where you and I will spend 12 exciting and terrifying hours exactly. alone in a tent being attacked by mutants and freaks of all kinds. Everyone is backed out. People are. People are babies. They won't do it. They're too scared. <laughs> you have what it takes uh, to survive the great horror camp out. I, 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 I sure, sure. I'll okay, try. Okay, so over. Oh, yeah. She's out. Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Mariana. We know Maddie. Bye. Bye. I got to be up at the crack out. of stupid, so I got to go. Thanks, guys. We Bye. love you. Have a good Bye, night. Guys. Thanks for being my real Bye. hero. Like the rest Glad of you're not dead. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Only on the inside. Only on the inside. I really felt the connection there, Ted. Guys, I'm right here. <laughs> Wait, Matt's back. Shh, quiet. <laughs> Mariana is so nice. And I got to say, me and Ted had a chance to hang out with Mariana. And, and she is just delightful. A joy to be around. She was delightful. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 re-up. I'll re-up this year. for. A I think, I'll you watch a couple episodes ago, Ted's like, yeah, I put my dick in everybody's mouth. Even the wise. <laughs> I think I said uh, about our trip to Atlanta. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? He's like, I just oh, yeah. like, even the wise. And my man was like, what? I don't give a fuck. I just say it. <laughs>
Uh, well, we're glad you're here. <coughs> yes, so we're glad to have another zombie cast day with Ted. It, it is. It's a joyful thing. You know, I mean, if it was up to me, you know, tech-wise, we wouldn't have had a show tonight. We want to thank Derek Ace for that also. It was really weird, though. Uh, right after we left the show, Rachel actually private messaged me and said, if Ted's not here, I'll be the next host. Like, she was in on that, like, super fast. Yeah, she was. She even yeah. wait a so second. So drunk from Australia. <laughs> yeah, like, the body wasn't even, like, cold yet, and she was in on that. So, just so you know. And, Rachel, if you're yeah. listening, uh, it's still in the air. Still in the air. Yeah, I could still kill her many times. So. Not, not you, Ted. Not you're good. You're safe, Ted. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get any replacement. Oh, I... Ouch! That's either you or me, Matt. This is trouble. I'll fight you to the end. Matt, you Matt, you're, you're safe. safe. Matt, you're I'm safe. I'm gonna put on my game. My I'm game. I'm safe. All right. Um, yes. God. Sorry, Norma. That's it. Sorry, I had to find I'm out this way. Matt said, wait, wait. Norma said F last week. You know what she said last night? I did not. She said GD. Just what? what? Gosh darn. Gosh yep. darn, yep. <laughs> I'm a tattletale. I'll tell on your ass. Yeah, you will. Dang, I gotta be on my best behavior. I love how we selectively, like, watch our language, and then, like, for the next ten minutes, we're talking about, like, sticking dicks in mouths in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Don't apologize. I'm just saying it's funny. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, uh. So, you guys, let's get into some news. Matt, you want to go first? Uh, sure. I'm reading this one cold, so uh, just bear with me. But uh, Fear of the Walking Dead showrunner David Erickson revealed some new details about the, the prequel. Or is it a prequel? He was asked, will Fear the Walking Dead be a prequel? And his quote is, we are loosely covering a period of time that the Walking Dead's Rick was in his coma in season one. That's interesting. We're able to watch and experience the things that he missed. It's more of a parallel story than a prequel. Imagine the opening where Rick gets shot and goes in his coma. That day was probably very close to our day one. We're playing at the idea of what was going on in the country and the world until he woke up, stepped outside, and was welcomed to the apocalypse. And then uh, they went on to ask him, uh, will we be visiting the CDC, which is, uh, if you remember, at the end of season one, that's where they ended up. Uh, and he says, I won't say that we would never go there, but as it was scripted originally, that was really a means to writing some connective tissue for the fans. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Will there be any crossover with characters from The Walking Dead? Uh, and he said, there's no plan for a crossover. I never considered seeing that in some way, shape, or form. The show has been going on for five years since the original outbreak, and we're just in the infancy of the outbreak in this show that's coming up. Um, final question was, how many seasons can we expect of the Fear of the Walking Dead? He said five or six, so we'll see what happens with that. It, it could but be a case. He said it's yeah. going on five years, but that's how long the show's been on, but that's not the actual timeline on the show. That's true. Yeah, like some seasons have taken place within a week, it seems like, right? Yeah, so. But you could break down. I mean, what, like, yeah, like, I mean, because uh, they said distinctly after the farm. How long were they on the farm? Like a few months? And then they said it was uh, just, just a winter pass between the farm and the prison. Right. You know, and then they were maybe a year at the prison. I'd say two to three years max. Before the governor blew it up. So, yeah, I think that show is a three-year period of time. So maybe two to three years, even though Carl's aged five. Plus, here's the thing that happens with all prequels off of really successful shows is eventually they realize that, yeah, they got to connect with the original hit show. So either they're going to do some crossovers or they're going to be like, okay, we found some place to rest for three years. Now it's three years later and we're catching up with the other guys. Like... I can't see them doing the show in a void without The Walking Dead. Like, without yeah. some connectivity. Okay. Yeah, it, it, uh, you, I think you're right. 
So that that was my story. I, I'm super excited for the show. I don't know when it's coming out. Yeah, I thought it was supposed summer. to be out like any day, and then you find out they're just now starting to film it. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Right? right? Like, you have to wait <laughs> for a long time. But I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Here's the, uh, David Erickson was a showrunner on Sons of Anarchy, so I'm not... Uh-oh. So hopefully we won't get a lot of, like, bikers and nudies. Uh, did you see the Sons of Anarchy and... story that went on yesterday in Waco? No, what happened? It's like a what was it, 137 bikers were arrested, but, but yes. nine, nine were killed. And now the cops are feared that they're going to come attack them now. But, but it's just like Sons of Anarchy, dude. It went down in Texas uh, yesterday. A bunch of people got killed. It's like 137 people showed up on these other people's turf and just just beat them That's down crazy. and killed a lot of people. That's crazy. Uh, in Waco, Texas. Yeah, man, that is crazy. That is like an episode of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was saying. I'm like, great. It's, people are getting bright ideas all of a sudden. By the way, I was not impressed. I did finish. I finally finished this, the whole series. Yeah. So it's a violent last. Matt, when you get I caught up, you need to talk about it. I know. Right. So when you catch up, we gotta we gotta talk about about this. Catch up. Oh, you you haven't finished mustard. it yet. Ketchup and mustard. Matt, I haven't I haven't finished it yet. We kind of burnt out because we were binging that, and that's not a show you can really. So on Netflix. No, I know, but like we just be burnt out, so we're just gonna give it like a little bit. Yeah, before we yeah. Get back into it. That sounds good. Uh, I got the next news story. It's from HousingWire.com. Uh, major mortgage firms, major mortgage firms agree to deal with zombie properties. <laughs> what? What? Are yeah. You? What is that? I've heard about that. Tell uh, me. Almost a dozen banks, mortgage companies. I think you picked uh, the wrong story, Sean. <laughs> you picked a mortgage story that just happened to have the word uh, zombie in it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but that's weird how I was thinking because I was reading that a couple weeks ago and I'm not quite sure as to how they come up with that term. Are they homes that have been abandoned? Uh, I think so. Housingwire.com <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you want that story. <laughs> I can't read my story while Sean that's goes a chilling, chilling story, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can out there. Now. Beware. <laughs> oh, you, guys. you just search keyword zombie today. I'm on Zite, man. It's under zombie, zombie thing. I looked down, I was like, dang, zombie houses. Woohoo. Like, in your brain, did you think like it was like a house full of zombies and the banks were like, all right, screw it. We're going to deal with these I don't things. know. The headline looked good, but when I heard. Hey, wait a second. Companies. We haven't heard from Ted in a while. Ted! Okay. Ted! 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 Play the rooster. Play the rooster. No, wait, 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 Oh, trust me, I will definitely be woken up when this, they put a much better, nicer, heavier door up, so when this one explodes, it's going to be twice as loud. Mm-hmm. Right? Put alarms on your door. Oh, here you go. I have a news story all the way from Australia, guys, from the <laughs> Rachel Drummond. This is from CinemaBlend.com, and I'm cold at this story just like I was the last one. Don't fool me, Rachel. Fear the Walking Dead as another cast member. 
Uh, much like casting process went with The Walking Dead, the upcoming companion series. Hold on. I'm refreshing or something. Another ad popped up. Hold on. Let me X the ad out of Cinema Blend ad. <laughs> God help me. Me. <laughs> Uh, much like the casting process for The Walking Dead, the upcoming companion series, Fear the Walking Dead, is filling its cast and recognizable faces that aren't quite major stars. So goes the latest edition uh, as Panamana, Pan, uh, Panamanian, uh, as Panamanian actor and musician Ruben Blaze has landed a role in the AMC horror drama, scroll down. Uh, as you might have expected, I'm usually reading on my phone. The cool, uh, Ruben Don't Bla- you have a computer? I do. I'm sitting here looking at it. But I got a big mic, like the size of a basketball in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Look around it. Uh, at this point, at least, uh, according to the IMDb, Fear the Walking Dead doesn't have yet a music supervisor, or a... God bless, it's reloading again. <laughs> I think we need to have the police kick down Sean's closet door Here's to get him a better screen. Cliff Curtis as uh, the high school teacher, Travis and Kim Dickens as the guidance counselor, Madison, both of whom uh, who move in together with their children. Travis has a son with anger problems, while Madison has a drug addiction. Nick uh, and the... God bless. <laughs> Sean. I think Sean, guys, I think Sean's having a stroke. I, I'm calling it. I'm calling call it. Derek, you know, you know, about, you know a lot about strokes. Can you get over to Sean's house and talk can, him can through it? Drive? Derek, don't complain, Derek. Just get in the car and drive just to get Sean. In the car yeah, and go. Just go. You, you, can be, you can be there in 32 hours. Go. Bob, don't give us the 33. Sean, go put your machine lip, on. Derek. Get in the car. <laughs> But you know what? I mean, I wonder how this is going to play a part, a drug addiction, because we saw alcoholic in the old series. Uh, who, who was it that, that was the alcoholic? No, uh, um, Bob. 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 Bob, Bob Stooky. Uh, hey, hey, guys, me, Bob Stooky. <laughs> hey, Bob. Dirty, dirty, dirt. Matt, do you have Lego sets? Walking Dead? I, I can hear that. The kids still play that, but I can hear uh, that, that Carl Papa. And God, man, it makes me reminisce so much of us hanging out in that air conditioner. Yeah, I, I hear it when I hear Carl Pa. I listened to it recently because it just was like showed up, and I was like, oh, I got to hear it again. And I was having Walker Stalker flashbacks. Man, it's such a good time. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they got some new characters coming to the Fear of the Walking Dead. Nice, very nice. <laughs> I'm excited. Hey, this is good. Okay, I want to read you mine. I'm going to read you something, and I'm going to see if you can place this. I know we talked about this earlier, so it's kind of a giveaway. But anyways, listen, you ready? Sure. Okay. Things appear normal until two children discover that Nana and Papa are involved in something deeply disturbing after being left to stay at their grandparents' house while their mother is on vacation. They're warned not to come out of their rooms past 930 at night. But when they do, they realize that there's something terribly wrong with their grandparents. After pleading online to their mom for rescue, they realize that they're on their own against the seemingly evil elders. What, what story is that? Yeah. Tell me, Ted. You should know this. Like what movie it is? Is, it, is, it a movie? Yeah, is that a movie plus? Movie. The movie that's coming up. 
Well, it sounds like that. Which one? Ted. Ooh. I got the fifth. I got the Okay, they, they're left to stay with the, the, the grandparents. Turns out the grandparents are nuts. Yes. The movie that's coming out. Ay, ay, ay. I'm lost, man. I don't know. <laughs> are you joking? We were just talking about this. It's a new M. Night movie that's oh, coming out. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody, I saw somebody mention something about a grandma in the, in the private chat. Yes. So I'm excited about this. Are you looking forward to this? Especially you... Ted, who's really into like these these hormones? Although, like, I mean, this is the first one. For okay. M Night, uh-huh. not necessarily thriller, but like horror. So, I like M Night personally, but is this sounds really check, check. Like the trailer, yeah, yeah you got to check the trailer. I'll, I'll put if, the trailer. If, up if for uh, you. I'm a guy that loves M Night, as like most people, uh, he made The Sixth Sense, he made Unbreakable, no, Incredible, he made Signs, mm-hmm. Incredible, he mm-hmm. made The Village, with uh, which I defend. I love The Village. I love The it. Village. Uh, eh, it was iffy on The Village. Lady I even the like the, ha- the Happening. I like, but but I'm uh, not like the least favorite. Any movie he makes, I will watch it just out of the curiosity of what it is. What about After Earth? Do you see that? No, oh, you know what. Sean, uh, 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 Matt just corrected me. I'm wrong. I will not watch that. <laughs> what, what is I that? Forgot, I forgot he made that movie. After Earth? And, you know, and he did um, The Last Airbender, too. But that, I don't think I that tried, was his. I tried so hard. I tried Airbender. I did my best. I, I didn't find The Last Airbender. But if you're well, like, go ahead. What, what about that movie, The Elevator? Um, oh, that was the good. Devil? Uh, um, the, devil. the Devil. Devil, the devil. yeah. Devil was good. I want to see that's you know, that's one movie I haven't seen yet. Devil's really good. You have to watch Devil. I thought was good. Lady in the Water. I thought was really good. It just. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I liked how he just messed with your mind halfway through the movie, and you had to kind of reverse through the whole thing again. I, I, I thought it could have been just a very sweet like ET type of story about a guy getting this girl back to her little world, but it, it got so ridiculous with the. Okay, now we have to find the the guild. Now we have to find the healer. Now, oh, I you're the healer. No, I'm the healer. Oh, you're the that shit drove me nuts. I am Knight or Quentin Tarantino for twist. Uh, well, Quentin Tarantino's not so much twists. It's more it's original or being original, I guess. Being original, well, both are really original. Yeah, I think they're. I like Shyamalan's movies more. That's gonna be controversial, but just because I like horror and mystery and things like that, and like I like the village and signs and Unbreakable in the Sixth Sense for the tone and the mystery. And Tar- Tarantino makes great movies, but I just like I, I kind of I'm kind of one and done with them. Like I see Django Unchained, and I'm like, great, I saw it. I don't really have a desire to sit through it again. That's you know, that's funny. I'm the opposite with uh, M Night because Quentin Tarantino. There's so many scenes in his movies that I could watch ten times over. Just like the writing, like he can stretch a scene out for twenty minutes and make me hooked. For that whole twenty minutes, like Kill, I love Kill Bill one and two. I thought Django and Chain was good, but mainly if you took out Christoph Waltz, I wouldn't have liked it as much. Mm. Um, but, but like Paul Fiction, when it just whenever they're talking about the good cup of coffee, yeah, yeah. I love. <clears throat> Sorry. I think the main difference between Tarantino and M Night is that M Night is messing with your mind, whereas Tarantino is pretty much just giving you a full blown <laughs> like right. massacre. Like in just about a lot of the scenes, but the village, you know what I mean? It, the village struck fear in me. I was like, the, Man, "This is a village scary was fantastic." The plot twist on that, wow! That was that you seemed know. like a tacked on plot twist to me, though. Like it just seemed like they needed a plot twist because that had no, I, no bearing on the movie. And again, as we talked about earlier, how Shyamalan puts himself and stuff, he did stick uh, himself at the end of the village as the guy who explains it all. 
Yeah. You know, he's he's and they make the point that really arrogant thing where you see him from the back of the head, and then the, the girl op- or the guy opens up the refrigerator, and you see his reflection in the door for a second. Yeah. That's like, yep, awesome. it's me, it's me, everybody. It's in nice. Just in case you're good. wondering, that's good camera camera angling. That's but no, I, I, I it's think- good camera angling. I'm saying, but the the it, but it's it's just arrogant that he puts himself in the movie as the, I'm the one who's going to explain it all now. Well, Norma, let me ask you: <laughs> In uh, Lady in the Water, what do you think about him yes. writing himself in as the writer who's going to grow up and write a book that changes the world? He writes a book. He is the writing equivalent of Bill of Wild Stallions. Like his music is so amazing, <laughs> it changes the world. <laughs> I don't, I just I think it's great. I think that's his little shtick to put himself. And you know, little camera. Stan Lee does it. You know, but, these you know, but Stan Lee doesn't put himself in the movie. Is like they don't have a scene in, in like Spider Man where they go, "What happened here? This crazy old man will explain everything." And he stands <laughs> up. It's like when I was. You know, they don't do that. He shows up for one second as an old man who shoves like a little girl out of the way or something. You know what? I don't think I'd want it any other way. It's like watching Mister Rogers and him not putting on his coat. It's just something you expect. You know how Mr. Rogers would take his one little coat off and wear it during the show and then switch back over? It was just just part of the expected part of the show. And I think it's a really neat way of narrating the story to kind of put it along. And I like that. That's that little detail doesn't bother me. Is the urban legend does Mr. Rogers really have is he covered in tattoos? I don't think that's an urban legend. Yeah, I heard he has like I, the I, sweetest I, guy. I heard he was like a Navy SEAL or something. I heard he, he has a ha ha tattooed all over his shoulder, and he has he has damaged across his forehead, but they used to put makeup on it. <laughs> Shut up. Damaged. He had to like cover up his track marks on his uh, arm too. Yeah, he was a member of the Suicide Squad when he was a younger man. <laughs> but going back to M Night, uh, I think this sounds like we all agree. Like, I think he's gotten a bad rap lately. But he made some fantastic movies, I think. Like, Science is still one of my favorite movies. Unbreakable. Is- Unbreakable yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. I can watch Unbreakable and Science all day long. And even The Village, after knowing the plot twist to me. And that, actually, what I liked a lot about M. Night is that he would take, um, you know, starting with his first movies, he'd keep, like, certain actors in his movies as he did new ones. <laughs> so it was kind of neat to see. The, you know, like Mel Gibson played two different people, you know, in his movies. Or Ooh. Bruce Willis. What, what, what's you know, the second I'm, movie with Mel Gibson in? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, is it? Sons? You're thinking of Joaquin Phoenix. Or am I thinking of Joaquin Phoenix? You're Joaquin? Joaquin? Phoenix. Mel Gibson was only in Sons. I'm pretty sure he played that little um, Indian. He was in Sons. But then, he was in Sons, he was in The Village. Mel Gibson was in The Village? No. 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 You, in the village, he uh, used the other girl guy. from. It was a girl from the Lady in the Water. So he had her in Lady in it's the Water true. and in the Village, and then and, um, Joaquin he was had in the Sixth village. Sense with Bruce Willis, and then he had him in Unbreakable. <clears throat> Joaquin was in the Village and Sons, and he, right? Yes, and then Joaquin was in, in those as well. And I thought that was kind of neat that he would bring one of these uh, actors back to the next movie. Yeah. Well, that's, you that's, know. But that's, that's kind of what that some was, people do. Like, look at, like, Tar- going back to Tarantino, he recycles the same people all the time. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm a big M. Night fan, you know. Yeah. I just see it. Well, let's talk about Wayward Pines. I've not seen it. My mom watched it, said it's actually amazing. So I, 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 it's available to watch on Fox.com. I need to see it. But it is M. Night Shyamalan's TV show, and it stars uh, 
Juliette Lewis and Matt Dillon. So mm-hmm. we all need to make a point to watch it because it's only one so. episode in. So we I not... we should. We yeah. should do that. We're not so far behind yet where there's, there's Wayward no Wayward Pines, did you say? Wayward Pines. P-I-N-E-S. And it's supposed to be good? It's supposed to be. My mom. I'm just going by my mom's review, and she said it's good. <laughs> I'm going by the mom review. Oh, but my, my mom, mom says it's cool. No, but my mom's my reviews mom. are, the same, are the same as mine. Like, we have very similar mm-hmm. movie opinions. So mm-hmm. she said it's good. It's probably good. How's Miss right. Bracewell doing? Uh... I think she's stressed out about the house thing and whatever, uh-huh. and she's getting pissed. She, she was pissed. I talked to her today. She was pissed about some stuff. Uh, but I, uh, think I, pissed, I think I pissed her off, too, and I didn't mean to. Yeah. I, I do have a recover news story because I, I was just kind of kidding about that. Uh, I, I do want to read this. This is from 80shorror.net. And, Ted, dude, if you click the link, I, I think I've got a new addiction collection that you should have. You probably don't have, but you, you need to find all of these. Uh, and it's the top, it's the eight horror games, movie based, uh, it's eight horror movie based video games you probably didn't know existed. Cool. So, so look in the Facebook chat, Ted, and click on that link because these are some of your, your, your favorite movies, uh, that they have and they have videos and stuff. Uh, but, uh, which movies I'm aware of. Halloween on, is that on the, um, is that on an Atari? I think I heard about that. Yes, but look at that box. That is ridiculous. And then you go it's down a little. It, it is funny. Uh, we've got Halloween. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Evil Dead on Commodore 64. Oh, Fright Night on Amiga. I, de- I definitely didn't know about Fright Night on Amiga. What is Killer Tomatoes looks cool, actually. It's like an isometric kind of puzzle game <laughs> or something. Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the Atari 2600. I did hear about that. It was very controversial, I remember. Or not, I don't remember, but I remember hearing about it. I, I, I wonder how much it'd be to find a copy of that. But but if you look up, I think the Halloween one looks cool. The way that it's kind of like Pitfall, but it makes a pumpkin face. Hellraiser looks kind of decent. Graphics on that look interesting for an NES. Fright Night looks good. Let's see, it does, and they, they have videos for about all of them. So Ted, dude, this is something that you should try to collect. I mean, they <laughs> might be a little pricey. Like I'm not. I, no, I'm not. That's look. No, but I'm not. John <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Oh fuck! Is that they, yeah, no. they didn't just do Pumpkinhead <coughs> the game? They did Pumpkinhead Two Blood Wings the game. Nightbreed on Amiga. What? Nightbreed. Go. I'm looking at this Halloween one. I remember playing this. Hellraiser on the NES. Every time Jason would like come, I get like chills. Freak me out. Blah 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 blah. I'm That's such a baby. Long. Like it really freaked me out. I had, like, little goosebumps all up and down my arm. <laughs> what is it? Night of the Comic. That's, like, the one that's got the blah, 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 blah. Do you remember that movie, Ted? You know, it's interesting, Sean. Just today, I was in my closet cleaning the thing out because I got to move soon, and I was just throwing shit away. And I have a ton of posters and crap, just collectibles I picked up over the years, just strewn in my closet. And I was going through, like, Paranormal Activity. Okay, it's still wrapped up. I won't throw that away. Did it? Oh, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, you're in the trash. And I found a poster that was that was folded up. I was like, "What is this?" I unfold it. Night of the motherfucking comet. And I was yes. like, "Oh shit!" And I'm keeping that. Yeah, because that's what it, like, like everything had that weird color. It was like all '80s. Have you ever seen it, Matt or Norma? I haven't. No, it was actually. on streaming for a while. Uh, I don't yeah. think I. Kind of like a zombieish movie. What's it about? It's about a night where a comet comes. And, a comet, <laughs> Thanks. and, and aliens? And, uh, is it? And, and what happens is, I think it's like New Year's Eve, right? And 
it literally vaporizes everybody on Earth except for this one. Who's that one hot girl? She was the hot girl in. Uh, um, she was in the last Starfighter. Was Alex Rogan's girlfriend, and she was also in. It's hot. Back yeah, then. you would know if you saw her. She was also in Weekend at Bernie's. Um, I actually, I actually, I actually met her, and I can't remember what her name is. I straight up told her to her face that I used to have a crush on her, and she looked at me like, "Huh." Um, <laughs> That's awkward. Yeah. Well, I was like, "Look," I was like, "Look," when I was a little kid, you were the hot, you were the Miss Hotness, and I used to whatever. Um, I'm not. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm not the shyest person in the world. Um, but anyway, like. Um, it's about oh, she is see. asleep in an arcade, falls asleep in an arcade with her little sister, and they wake up, and everybody that was outside looking at the comic got vaporized. So they're, they're like the only two people left on Earth, and it turns out the people that weren't vaporized became zombies. That's so, awesome. uh, huh. yeah. Is it on Netflix? That's one we should watch. It, it used to be. There was one movie that they filmed around here. Oh, God, what was it called? It had the, the toy truck in it, the 18-wheeler. Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive, and yeah. And the, the Green Goblin truck. Yeah, yeah, and you can see them going down like the highway, like right by my house. And, and they talk about Greensboro and Raleigh and, and all that stuff, dude. I always felt connected to I didn't know, to dude. Movie. When I was a kid and used to watch that, I, I just thought that was a scary green monster face in that truck. I didn't know until much later. That was the Green Goblin from from Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, in front of the truck. Yep. Oh, um. And then you, if you, do you remember Defoe, tons, right? tons of toys? It's called Tons of Toys. It was kind of like Toys R Us. No, I remember it had the Green Lion Goblin King. on it. But so There's you need one to, place F A O Schwartz that was in a that was in um big that he played the piano on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to have one of those at the mall in Atlanta. I used to always go in there, and it, it was kind of a magical place. They're ding, shutting that F A O Schwartz down. I heard. What it, in New York? They're they're moving it or something. Yeah, the iconic, Ooh, the iconic I'm piano floor. Throw oh. myself in front of their doors and say you're not allowed dude that Luckily. place is amazing every time we go to new york we go there and it, it is legit the best toy store we've ever been to it is an awesome i mentioned the one in vegas but it was it was overrun with star wars stuff like they had full-size like darth vader's and stuff but for i, I don't know it was like all stuffed animals are either star wars but it was there's an fao schwartz in vegas yeah oh cool there's one there's one in greensboro oh i thought it was just like a one-time new york thing no, no every every Toys R Us has FAO Schwartz in it. I mean, it's where you can buy the stuff. But, but Vegas ha- actually has one. I went in there and bought some toy uh, toys just so I could say I bought something from there. <laughs> I think New York has got one of the biggest ones. But FAO Schwartz, there used to be one up in in Boston, up you know in the downtown where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the one in New York is like what three three stories high. It's three, but they also have like the most state of the art toys too. Like last time we were there, they had this like superhero thing where they'll scan you, they'll three D scan you, and put you in as like Captain America. So it wasn't just like old classic stuff. Like they were legit the best. That's toys awesome, around. there, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Ted, what new story you got? You, Ted, wake up, Ted. Ted, yeah, Ted. Uh, what, what, what? Wake up! Fucking Christ! Let's kick it. <laughs> Dang door down. <laughs> Like the cops are going like, ah, oh, damn it, he woke up again. Not again. You're just at the dude, other side dude, of the door, like. I don't know if you guys time. noticed that cop and one of those, that cop kicked that door so hard his boot print was in the door. <laughs> By the way, he you can see so the ridges of his it. boot print. He was Wait, so. Wait, and there is a broken. video. There, there's a video Ted shot over. You got to go to our fan page over on Facebook. Everybody's got Facebook. Search ZombieCast, like it. Did you uh, put it up there? Yeah, it's up over there. It's, it's been it's been getting a lot of hits. We're right at. I don't know, 70, 80 hits, something like that. But everybody go watch it. 
and I posted it on mine. But dude, that was funny, man. You you see the boot print out there, and you can see where they yeah. knocked the hole in the in the backside of the door. And what's funny is it's my so manager, insane. the really nice manager here, who's you know very very sweet. She, uh, I went down there and told her. She's like, "You have all this stupid shit happen to you all the time." Um, but anyway, like um, the next day, like she she had to call me for some reason. I don't know why. And yeah, and my phone rang like four times, and I didn't answer. And I like, ran over and grabbed it, picked it up. She's like, "It's a good thing you answered. I was about to have the police kick your door down." Jesus. And I was like, "Ha ha." <laughs> yeah but my news story is um i actually just something i'm excited about bethesda games has announced they're finally going to reveal the new doom at e3 that's in about a month from now they put out the greatest video game teaser a really gr- not greatest but a great one where it literally is 10 seconds long and all you see is one quick flash of a revenant. If you played Doom 2, you know what that is. It's the skeleton guy who had rocket launchers on his back that shot heat-seeking rockets. And he would come walking all gangling and throwing punches. It's one of those things with brand-new 2015 graphics, shooting rockets, and it shows a guy, like, it shows your character, like, pumping his double-barrel shotgun, and it says just Doom. And I, I was like, I'm fucking ready. So they're finally going to reveal this because I think it's the same guys that made the awesome Wolfenstein reboot last year. Oh, that'd be fantastic if it so is. So if they yeah. did as good a job of that and they're taking on Doom, yeesh. I'm cool with that. Did the Bethes- uh, Bethesda did the Wolfenstein? That's right, yeah, they, they did. did. They did. So, I mean, um, the, I like that it's like 3D, but it looks just like the, the monster from the old game. They, like, remember Doom 3 went to 3D, but it kind of changed everything up a little bit. Like the same kind of monsters were there, but they didn't look the same. Right. This looks like they just took the old pixels and turned them into three. This looks like they just took the old pex- pixels from 20 years ago and turned it into a 3D character. Right. That's cool. But, but you know, I, I was not a fanboy of Doom. I was a fanboy oh, of Quake. I was, oh, I was a Quake guy. I'm still a massive Doom guy. Doom 1 and 2 to me is still like I, I never played it, man. top of the top tier gaming. Because that was like a, just a PC game there forever, right? Yeah, but yeah, like I remember my friend um, – he insta- when I first got a PC, he installed it on the PC for me because he had a bootleg, and I had never seen a game like it, like a full 3D game where you're just walking around in first person. I was, my, it was like virtual reality. My mind was blown, mm-hmm. and we would uh, we play that shit every night, and just like my brother's friends would come over, and we spent like a whole summer just playing Doom, and then Doom Two came out, and you know, I was obsessed with it. I, I I think I own like at least five different ways to play Doom over the years. <laughs> That's like, funny. Like, like collections and do, like Doom Three Ultimate set. I have the Doom Three Ultimate set on Xbox. The Ultimate set on Xbox Ted, 360. Um, you gotta get. You gotta get. A, you gotta get a game sometime, right? And you, you got. You gotta tell Subsy, look, Subsy, we're not doing it. We're not running this one. You know, me and Freeman's doing this one. Freeman bought it, and I'm gonna carry him along in my little satchel there, and, and we're gonna beat this game, and, and we're gonna do it, Ted. So instead of, instead of, you're saying instead of me co-oping every game with Subsy, I should co-op with you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. When we were yeah. younger, we knew I, that I think, the computers had Doom in them. So we were in the middle of computer class, and nobody, like, none of the teachers were walking around. We like load it up and and play it secretly, yeah, it and we like keep a lookout. <laughs> we're like, oh crap, they're coming! Turn it off! Turn it off! You know what's funny is we could. We, my friend and I figured out how to make our own levels. You could get those editors, and we really got good at like making levels and changing the graphics and doing all that stuff. We actually made our high school in Doom, and we didn't do it like. Because we wanted to shoot at the high school, we just said, "How cool is right. it to have our high school as a level?" 
So we made it. It looked just like it. The same halls, the stairs, the cafeteria was in the same place. And then we actually were like, let's, let's like start putting people we know. So like I drew like people we knew and like a teacher we had named Mr. Prince. We put him in there and it was just for fun. And we I thought see Mr. Prince, dude, we thought in 2014 or 15, they would have seen that and thought we were planning to blow the school up. They were like, oh, my God, they made a murder simulator out of their school and they put their their, their teachers in it. But back when you in 1995 or something, that's just like kids making being creative. But, but after last week, Ted, we know you can be in the trench coat mafia. You're in the Saab mafia. The Saab Mafia? <laughs> you drive a Saab, right? Oh, I do drive a Saab, yeah. <laughs> How do y'all know I drive a Saab? How did the Saab uh, We know it's yeah, silver. We know you got a silver Saab. How do y'all know I have a silver Saab? When you hear Enya, you better go running because Ted's in town. It's getting a – how do you know I have a silver Saab? <laughs> we know. We know both things. Did Derek H. tell you I have a silver Saab? These are the things it's parked that underground. To the police <laughs> The things that we know – well, I'll have you know that Derek has a black crown Vic covered in white shit all over it. So there you go. Payback. <laughs> a black crown Vic with a bunch of white scrapes and crap all over it. There you Shots go. Shots fired. Shots, Shots fired. Shots fired. Boom. <laughs> Derek's on the call. Derek. If you hear John Tesh, you better run because Ted's in town. Let me stop. <laughs> it, was, it was about saving your life there, Ted. I know. It's all about saving that's, Ted. That's fine. We love you. We love you, Ted. That's fine. Hey, would you all have continued the show without me if I was dead? Would there be a show this week? It would be a sad show, but you would get be very it. sad. <laughs> all right. You know what? We maybe would have. <laughs> I need thirty minutes to talk about something. Uh-oh. Oh, all right. And I've heard ups, and I've heard downs. Why thirty minutes? And and I've heard Marvel people say it'll take him twenty nine to get. To no, no. Listen to me. I've heard I've heard the Avenger <laughs> fanboys say. This is not as good as The Avengers 2. I want to see a movie oh, Saturday snap. night. Oh, I'm going to have to leave. I don't want any spoilers. No, 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 there's going to be no spoilers. There's going to be no spoilers. Okay. You know, uh, The Avengers 2 was good. I haven't seen it. Don't care. All right. Well, you know, uh, the movie we're talking about is Mad Max. I took Ashton to see it and his buddy that was staying over. Kind of a guy's night out. You know, my 12-year-old, his buddy, me, and me, you know, we would see Mad Max. And I got to say... In a long, long time, I have not seen a movie even come close to the production <laughs> of this freaking movie. It's real fire. It's real sand. It's real metal. This movie blew me away. And a lot of people say that I'm over-exaggerating. It's 98% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah. It went up. Once it was released, it went <coughs> up. Shawshank Redemption is 92%. We checked last night on Knuckleballer. This, this beats <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Schindler's yeah. List, all those movies. I really enjoyed this movie. I've never seen a high definition like this, and I didn't even see it in IMAX. I saw just the regular version. And it, like, the grain, yeah, the grains of sand in it. I mean, Ted, I was blown away. I, I don't know if you liked yeah. it, didn't like it, or what. Uh, I will tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, I don't know much about the Mad Max franchise. I kind of watched I grew up with it. I casually watched them over the years and I made a point. I said, I gotta, I watched one and two this week. Cause I was like, I've got to watch at least two of these. I was looking forward to it. Okay. Most batshit crazy movie trailer I'd ever seen was Mad Max. Oh, wait, did you see Roadrunner? Did, did you see, uh, Beyond Thunderdome? Road Warrior. I saw Road Warrior. I did, did not watch Beyond Thunderdome though. Oh. Um, 
And I have been looking every every summer. It's like there's this like I don't go to the theater much, but every summer it's like there's this one movie that sort of grabs me, and I look forward to it for months. And I'm like, that's the movie that please don't suck. Like two years ago, it was Man of Steel, super hype. Went and saw it. It was a giant piece of vomitous trite. Um, and then last year. Godzilla, I was like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. It's going to be fucking amazing. I went and saw it, and I was like, ah, oh, no. This year, it was Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went and saw this uh, fucking movie. I went and saw it with the lovely Derek Hopkins. We went and saw it together, and we held hands the whole way through. And oh, how this, the, the best way to describe this movie is it is batshit fucking crazy. Sweet. It is batshit. Like, I'm Man. telling you. I walked out of the theater, and Derek looked at me, and Derek just said, that was fucking awesome. Like, even he... I've heard... He couldn't catch his breath. The opening scene... I've heard from other people that it's not as amazing as the hype is making it out to be. The opening scene is two hours long. The opening scene is until the credits (laughs) come up. Maybe the hype is getting too big. Maybe that's the problem. But if if you go into it... Like I, that's why I made a point to go out day one and saw it because I, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get in on this phenomenon. And this is a movie that literally, uh, this is not a spoiler. The opening scene is Max is standing on a ridge, two hours looking long. out, looking out over the horizon. He gets in his car, starts driving, and from that point till the credits roll is a chase sequence. That's awesome. Is is it not, Sean? Yes, not maybe like Eli. I mean, uh. Like uh, uh, I am said last night from Horrible Gamers on Knuckleball, maybe five minutes of downtime. But in that yeah. downtime, you can see the villains. They're never out of sight. Yeah, it's, it, even when they have downtime, the chase is still going on. The chase doesn't end because there's downtime. The downtime is mm. like they go, okay, guys, we're, we're ahead. Look, we got to stop. We got to stop for a second and, and do, we got to talk about the plot so the, so the, the audience knows what's happening. You know, so they'll stop and Mad Max will jump out and people will be running around trying to repair shit on their truck or whatever the fuck they're doing. But you still see, they'll turn around and you can see the evil caravan with the rock music coming and getting louder and closer. And Max will be like, we got four minutes. We got three minutes. Okay, we got to get the, we got to go. We got to go. So even when there's downtime, they're still being chased. Non-stop. And the thing that gets me is a lot of people, they're like, well, Max ain't really the lead character. It's Charlize Theron. But Charlize Theron is not the main character. It's the kid from Warm Bodies. That wears the burgundy zip-up hoodie, the main zombie from Warm Bodies. I can't think of his mm-hmm. name. Oh, yeah. The, 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 uh, yeah, that was that guy. Huh. But, Matt, dude, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm worried the hype I, is, like, way too much now because I, I just am. Like, I'm going to go into thinking this is, this has to blow my mind now. Well, look at uh, right. Rachel said Rachel in chat said she was underwhelmed by it, and I trust her opinion. So, guys... I better enjoy this. I'll never trust the opinion of a damn Australian. Let me Maybe tell you this. <laughs> Don't say that about my Rachel. Unacceptable. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though, Matt. When you go to look at it, um, are, are you a fan mind, of the one? Keep in I mind, these are not fan. special effects. Keep in mind that every car that wrecks, every flame you see, that is all real. This is cool. not Fast and Furious where suddenly uh, the rock is in a CG. He's in a blue screen, and they put him in a car that's spinning around. Every uh, car you see is real. The Rock does all his stunts, A. So let's not throw Fast and Furious <laughs> under the bus when we're talking about this. But I do Uh-oh. enjoy the, I do enjoy the Mad Max series. Uh, so I think I'll, I think I'll really enjoy this. And like, you know Mad that Max they have already it's oil, gas, and water. I mean, that's what it's all about. And they have already confirmed that the next Mad Max Five is called Mad Max: The Wasteland. It's already confirmed to be be coming. Matt, this is so much like Borderlands. It's going to make your mouth water. Sweet. 
It's when, when I saw it, it looked like th there's this guitar. I was just gonna say there's a guitar player yeah. in it. And when you see it, you're like, this is the baddest shit I've ever saw. There everybody's was favorite character. Character. You know the character. Everybody knows everyone's favorite character in Mad Max Fury Road. That's the guitar guy. He's in the trailer. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, he's not. A, you know, I thought that'd be something where in the movie they would show him like one time and you'd never see him again. All through. No, him. you get you get a lot of the 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 rock and roll guitar guy. All times. Of ding, 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 hmm. ding. Just a, oh. one thing I'm kind of upset about. Um, people people who don't like it say that there's no plot and it's like chaotic and stuff. I'm like, that's uh, Mad Max, though. That's the. But I know there is a that's plot. That's the whole a. point. But that's the whole point. Is it's mayhem. It's chaos. There's a lot more of a plot I'm than there was a fucking Road Warrior. I'm gonna tell you, Matt, to enter one need. It, you know, I, you know, when I when I took Ashton, I paid for me and Ashton. Then his buddy paid, and he's like, uh, "You got to hand me the money." So I had to take the money out of the kid's hand, hand it to the guy. He said, "All right, now." Let <laughs> me brought kids to this. But I'm gonna tell you, there's no blood in it because it's people not. Get it shouldn't be R-rated. Something I'm talking about. Just take little Matto to see this, dude. He would enjoy this movie. <laughs> I'm serious. No. I'm serious. Not a, a two-and-a-half film. Sub Z and I were talking about it. This should not be an R-rated movie. It's not bloody. It's not uh, – doesn't have any uh, bad language. There's, no, there's not any, even any nudity, I remember. So I, do, I don't know why it would be R-rated. It should be PG-13. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. But it, it's as far as Max not being the main character, like I kind of felt – with the exception of the first one, in the second and third one, I have seen bits of the third one – Max is always kind of a guy who just stumbles upon a situation bigger than himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, and he sort of gets inadvertently wrapped up in it. And you're just kind of following him as he watches other people's stories kind of unfold. You know what I'm saying? Like the Road Warrior yeah, was not yeah. Max's story. He stumbled upon other people's story, stories. Right. He kind of inserted just, himself in it and yeah. survived it and moved on. But, but on, and, and, on Fallon the other night, I saw the pregnant girl on there. She's, she's with... The other, who's the other guy that, that, what was that movie about where the guy got injected with the drugs? And he had to keep his heart Frank. up. Frank. Frank. Who's in that? Jason Statham. Oh, Jason Statham, yeah. Yeah, the pregnant girl is with, is with Jason Statham, or however you say his name. Uh, but she was on Fallon, dude. That girl was so hot. She's like a Victoria's Secret model. Well, she she yeah. was also in Transformers 3. She replaced Megan Fox. I mean, um, but the idea is, like, that's how this movie kind of is, where it's just Max is minding his own fucking business, and next thing he knows, he stumbles upon, like, oh, what the shit is going on here? Mm -hmm. you Did know, you see that comment too loud? Say what? Oh. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, it's, no, it's not, it's not Max's just story. Opinion, He's getting you, a lady boner. I, I want to tell you something. <laughs> Matt, I want to tell you the same as I told Eli. You cannot be ever hard on this movie. You've got to give us an honest opinion. You can't be like, oh, too many people like it. I suck. You, you, dude. It's okay. Don't worry. I won't be hipstery about it. Don't worry. And it's all about girl power, so Mariana's going to love this movie. Yeah, it's yeah, big. She loved the Spice Girls movie. That's her favorite movie. It's a very big girl power movie. It, like, hey. It's almost shoved down your throat at the end. But, what are you um, saying? It shouldn't be, Ted? Are you with those male activists who are boycotting this film? There's people that are fucking mad. <laughs> get, get a fucking life, dude. Plus, Ellen Ripley, like, this isn't the first hardcore female lead is it like people are acting like this is the first time it's been a female lead movie I'm like i'm pretty sure we've gone down this path before it's, i think it's because you i don't want to spoil but it's because you have when you see what the villain scheme is and who he's chasing and why and and mm. why and where they end up and all this stuff like that it is kind of okay. a big men are pieces of garbage but mad max is the one decent man they found amid the gotcha. army of garbage men the garbage, you know, the garbage, garbage not garbage men garbage 
men. Dude, those cars were so tight in that movie. But it's, uh... Is Tina Turner it? That's what I want to know. Is no. Tina Turner it? No. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is a rental. It's a rental. Don't. <laughs> I know you just want to see it. Now what happens is, there's a scene where Matt Max is tired of hearing that guitar player play for, what's the guy's name? Like, the guy's name is, is like something Joe, the main villain with the skull face. I can't remember his name. is. He's, he's tired of hearing that rock guitar guy play. And finally, Max is like, oh, yeah, well, I got something for you. And suddenly a stage comes out and then Tina Turner. And she's yeah. singing back at the guitar player. We don't need another <laughs> hero. Might even be a, might be a can't, uh, you know, might be some share in there, too. Good. With auto-tune? If I could turn auto-tune. back time. Oh, please. <laughs> One thing, one thing that I like about this, all right, like, like it, you know, it, there's this one scene where they have like these, ch- it's like an elevator. We, we would just say an elevator, an elevator scene, and you're like, all right, just to shoot this two minute scene, the millions of dollars that they put into this set because yeah. those that's real chains. They're really lifting this. It, it's mm. real. I mean, there's. They're in Africa, for one, where they filmed it, but it's... Dude, everything is real, dude. I mean, it's like it's, um, an old Star Wars yeah, It's a movie where the... that high, like, wow. And I don't... I, I think... I don't think Ray's going to get that. I really don't. I think, what's ama- I think what's amazing about the movie is, in, as we already said, the production value of the fact that you would watch this movie and go, wow, there's a lot of blue screen and special effects, and, like, no, there's, like, not... Like they really did like all this bullshit. The only the only digital effects they said in this whole movie were Charlie Theron has a robot arm, and it's not a plot spoiler because they never explain it. It's just her character; she has a robot arm, and she'll take it off every now and then. So they have obviously a blue screen effect to remove her arm, and the only other digital effect is for like the sand. There's a sandstorm in one part that obviously is computer generated, but all the crap with the cars and the motorcycles were real people on cars and motorcycles. The thing, the thing that I was thinking about... Oh, wait a time. second, though. In the trailer, though, like, they're about to get run over, and there's things flying over people. There must have been some green screen. I, I heard there were actual people on stilts. There's a scene with us. You know the scene with the stilts, Sean? Yeah. They really had people tied to those stilts. Yeah, and I'm sure whenever, like, if they hit the ground that there were dummies there, but it, but it, it was... Now, I'm not, not going to say they didn't digitally erase some, you know, some fall mats. Like when people were falling, there were mats they landed on. I'm sure they digitally erased the mats they were landing on and things like that. But it sounds but, like it's uh, practical effects, which is what I... But sometimes sometimes I did notice in the movie, if you pay attention, it looks like they're only going about 10 miles an hour. Sometimes. Instead of like 150 miles an hour from what they're... They used to... Did you notice they used to... A lot of times if you look at the ground, you're like, well, it looks like they're not going that fast. Did you notice, Sean, they use a lot of the sometimes random shots? And this is kind of, I guess, because it looked like the old Mad Max movies. You don't see movies do it. They would suddenly have a couple of shots that were sped up in a weird way. Yeah. Where, like, somebody would run forward, but it was obvious they just ran the tape forward fast. It was kind of jarring and weird looking. Yeah. But I think that was stylistically done because that's kind of how the old Mad Max movies. The the satisfaction I got out of this is the first time. I mean, we're not that far in age. How old are you, Matt? Ah, uh, 33. You don't have to say. You're 33? Well, you're, you're, that's uh, the difference. You're not 33. So young. I am. You are 33? Are you guys going to talk to me after this? <laughs> yeah. But anybody listen to me, I'm 40 years old. And the satisfaction... God! The satisfaction I got out of this movie was the... There's two satisfactions I got out of this movie. One 
was the first time I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. And two was the first time I saw Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. It gave me that satisfaction to where I was like, wow. Cool. Holy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, last night, uh, I am said he came out of the theater just ready to punch some people. He said he felt like that he won a marathon and, and needed a nap at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is what I hope Star Wars Episode Seven is, where the great reviews, but it comes out and it's gritty and realistic feeling. Because this, this is like what this movie is. It feels like a movie that was a movie that should have come out in 1981 or 1978, but they made it in 2015 with all the money in the world to make it. But they still said we're not putting computer computer shit in there. You know, it, it has that – it's like, yeah, it's just – it's – my review of the movie is it's bananas. The thing, I like that word. It's it's a batshit crazy movie. The thing that I was thinking, an hour – it's a two-hour movie, hour and 45 minutes in. You know, I'm thinking to myself, are they even going to stop to talk? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, it's – Too funny. There's an opening scene, then it's over. I mean, yeah. Ted is right, dude. It's like – I mean, I, dude, I – I want to go pay to see it again, dude. I want Angie. To I was just going to ask: Is this something you love it this much that you would go? How many I times would you see go it again back in the theater? The but I will, I will own the Blu-ray when it comes out. I, I, just, I don't buy movies. It's a I will fun movie. movie. Is it a date night movie? Uh, would you take this on your Saturday first, for a date night? first night date? Yeah. Some yeah, I think oh, I think day. so because it's a movie that it's a movie that should appeal to everybody. It's not vi- it's not violent enough to turn off people against violence. There are some disgusting mutants in it because it is the future toxic but, world. So they do have some kind of gross makeup effects and shit in it. But I was, is that when you put I, your arm around, it, like it's okay, well, kind of a newly community manager, Gabe, Mister Onslaw, you know, went to see it yesterday, and he was just kind of like, meh, eh, whatever. Avengers two was better. And, and I think yeah, I think, Gabe, think there's yeah, yeah, I think but, there's but, an edge there to where but, but let's Gabe is a Marvel admitted Marvel fanboy a fanatic so you can't you if can't, Iron Man you, swooped in the, the rating would probably be bigger yeah you can't you can't rate that fairly <laughs> I can just see him shaking well, his fist right it's now just like Borderlands man if you like Borderlands this movie is gonna blow your mind you don't have to sell it to me man if you're an original um, Mad Max fan. Is this something you would like? Yes, because it's yeah. about it's about oil, it's about gas, and it's about water. Why is that a selling point? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hmm. I'm just like saying, my old I do love like, movies about oil, gas, and water. In this world, they set up in the world that it's the three, set up the same. They set up right at the beginning. The three necessities in this world are bullets, gasoline, and water, and that's it. They actually, they actually, that's kind of how. At the beginning, that's kind of how it's set up. Where um, again, I don't think this is a spoiler, but Charlie's Theron is like a delivery girl whose job is to go get shit, and like she's like, okay. okay, let's go. And her job is just to go get more bullets and more gasoline that, because those are the two like most valuable commodities in this post-apocalyptic wasteland: is gas and bullets. Yeah, but you have no idea what the plot is. There is a plot in this, but you, you don't know you, for you, a while. You have no clue what the plot of anything is. You're just like. Wow. You know what? I'm You're just on a ride. It's like getting on a roller coaster. I will tell you something. I screwed up. Because you, Matt, go ahead and buy two popcorns. That way you ain't got to go get a refill. Because you, you'll miss something. There's no downtime. I, I went to get popcorn the and is like, Dad, you missed some crazy stuff. You better bring a, a, a catheter, like one, two, Let me guess what the plot is from the trailer. Okay. Uh, Charlize Theron is smuggling girls out of the evil guy's lair because they're like sex slave and... Pregnant, they're trying to get them pregnant in something, right? Nope. 
Oh. Let's be honest. That's exactly where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's exactly where it is. It's like his wives. Yeah, he has yeah, sex with so his kid. So as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, a uh, car full of women. I'm like, yeah, okay, so they're sex slaves and they're trying to escape. And they're all hot and they're all dressed in white and they distinctly show one of them cut a chastity belt off herself in yeah. one shot in the trailer. Yeah, um, that's okay. I'll but, still see it, but in the trailer, kind of gave it away for me. I'm like, okay, they're on the run. The, the so. plot, okay, the, the plot is there's a, there's these five or six super hot women. They're like the, like every in this world of mutants, but, there's these like five gorgeous women, and they're just the sex slaves of the guy in the skull mask, and he's trying to have like children and, and cre- create create a whole family for himself. And Charlie Theron's like, this is not how this is not right at all. You just have these girls chained up, so she smuggles but, them out. Mm-hmm. And but, that's how the whole chase starts. But Ted, knowing the plot is about like knowing that there's tires on the car. I didn't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not the point. <laughs> Matt spoiled it, Norman, not us. I mean, well, the thing is, no, but honestly, what I just Matt guessed said, from the trailer. <laughs> I watched the trailer just yesterday, and the trailer does have the dude breaks the, the, the dude go, the dude unlocks a giant like vault and he goes in there and he's like yeah. and, the, and this woman goes where are we they? are not things and he goes where is she taking them then it cuts right. to Charlie Theron with a car full of these hotties and white dresses exactly that's what, exactly so what it was yeah yeah it's pretty obvious what's going on i love it and, and dude i can't wait to they make another one if they yeah, do and they, and they they have confirmed, he, George Miller confirmed, they're making a trilogy. They have two more movies. Because th- this one took like 20 years to make. I, I remember being a kid hearing about Mad Max Fury Road, telling my cousin, yeah, they're going to make Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> and it took so long that he said it took so long to get it done. They just kept writing more and more stuff. He says, we have enough for the whole trilogy. And the next one's uh, confirmed today is going to be called Mad Max The Wasteland. But see, so. we kind of bonded on because we were going to the movies the other night, and Ashton and his buddy, they're like, we want to see Fast and the Furious 7. So I was like, sure, fine. I mean, you know, I, I have no problem with that. But I got to looking at the movies, and I was like, fucking, I mean, freaking Mad Max is out. I was like, guys, what about Mad Max? And they're like, what is Mad Max? And I was explaining to them, and I was like, you know, Fast and the Furious, you know, I don't think it's theater coin now. Because, you know, it'll be in the dollar house before long. It's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I was like... Let's go see Mad Max and Ashton and his buddy thanked me afterwards. They're like, Dad, we are so glad you took us to Mad Max. And, and I mean, and he's, I mean, I feel like he saw Return of the Jedi like I did whenever I was a kid. I think, yeah. I think this is a I mean, he was classic like, Wow. Movie. I was at a birthday party last night and people at the party were going on about fucking Mad Max. Like, just, oh my God, you see Mad Max? Mad Max is fucking incredible. But, it's good, man. I I really liked it. I'm not over exaggerating any for my opinion. Now, do you think it's because so it. many movies are so bad these days? Like movies are just terrible. Like as you know, my opinion of movies, like nine out of every ten movies I see, I think are horrible. So when something comes out that actually is like, huh, it's even better than it is. You think it's better than it is? I like Mad Max's acting. His, the actor w- was superb because he gave you the attitude like, I don't give a shit. If the world dies, I yeah. want to save myself type deal. And then it's, it's kind of like, you know, like we're like, all right, whatever. All right, let, let's do it. But well, Mad, Max, Mad Max literally in all those movies does everything just for a tank of gas. That's always what he wants. <laughs> I just want a tank of gas. What do you need me to do? We need you to go in on a suicide mission across the desert to deliver <laughs> and, 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 and battle some pirates. Okay, can I get a tank of gas? Sure, I'll do it. See, it's... It's just like battling the, the zombies. It makes sense. 
Yes, uh, no. What, now I'm looking at uh, what Tiger Claw said. But again, this was definitely not Mad Max's movie. It was as most Mad Max's. It was Charlize Theron's movie. It was Charlize Theron's story. But we were kind of – Mad Max was the audience. Where we're I, with Mad yeah. Max and we, stum- we stumble upon this. He's and the, Mad Max uh, spent the Avatar. But in the yeah, end, Ted, was this not a prologue? The whole movie a prologue? It's a, uh, for the next movie? Or well, well, I think for I think I think the trilogy is is going to be like Lord of the Rings. It's going to be a, just one long movie. So I think this was kind of like the prologue to. Uh, if they don't have, Max, they don't have uh, the and then Furioso. the next one, you, we're going to know Max. As popular as that Furioso girl is, I'm, and, I think they'd have to have her back in the next. And, and and don't even say Norma knows. People in chat guessed it last night, but Ted, if you remember the last line of that movie, it kind of proves that it was a prologue. I actually don't remember the last. I remember the last shot of the movie. Think about it, Ted. The very Think last thing that he said. Stop. Stop. Uh, oh, 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 I, re- I, re- I remember. My I remember. name is. Stop. I, I, remember, I remember Charlize Theron looked down and she said, this is just the beginning, Max. You will have two more adventures coming. <laughs> and then the, then the credits rolled. Isn't that what she said? Yeah. He and said Mad Max will return in Wasteland. And then, in, and then in Mad Max Part uh, uh, 7, they will recast a third Max for a new trilogy. It'll just keep going. They will Who cast plays a Max? Uh, say what? Who plays the Max in this one? I can't. Tom Hardy, the guy that plays Bane and Batman. Does he, say he was he also in Inception. Do what? Tom Hardy's Mad Max. Was. He was Bane. Dark was Mad what do you mean? God damn it, Sean! What? Okay, we're gonna stop talking about this until you guys slip up a spoiler. Why'd you say he was Mad Max? Okay. Oh, no slips. Quiet. No, there's no slips. That, I really don't think it's a movie you can spoil. The movie's just a two-hour. The movie's yeah, a two-hour. Yeah, check your phone. And that's why I say that I think that, that <laughs> it was a prologue. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He never got a chance throughout the whole movie to do that, and that was that was the last line. So you're like, all this just you know, I, uh, God, man. Next week, we, normally you got to fix because I, I want to talk Mad Max. I know you're not gonna like it, but I, I loved it. Why? I'm gonna love it. Why, why do you think I'm not sold on this movie? I'm going it's, this it's Saturday. Got a Canadian flag in it, man. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you, man. Don't look you're at it when they burn it. it right now, Sean. Don't worry. <laughs> I get hyped, man. I, I get excited, man. That's Freeman, man. Everybody knows me. I know. Don't worry. Buddy, I, I've been looking forward to this movie. I am I am afraid it's being blown up to something that can't live up to. Like, in my mind, it's going to be like – in my mind, there's going to be a hand that's going to come out of the theater and gently like just kind of touch me in, in adult places for the whole movie. But I, I think it's going to be a good movie. I don't think it's going to be – 98%. It's never been done. It's one of the highest rated movies. 10% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, hey, Matto, is the room breaking for you? A little bit, actually. The room is breaking up a little bit. Anyways, I'm going to see it this Saturday. I'll let you know what I'm thinking. But I, I am looking very much forward to it. Norma, you got to see it, too. Norma? Norma? No, okay. Call the cops! Call, call cops! It, call it. We're calling it. Can you hear a breathe, Ted? Ted, listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, okay, finally. Here. You sound okay. normal now. I'm, I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. Okay. No, officer. No, no. She's here. She's here. Too, too late, sir. We're already beating the fucking bar in. 
All right, our, our warm-up. We saw some guy, he, some guy in here yes. introduce himself as s Rat. That again. Okay, we are zombie cast. We talk comedy and horror. But I'm going to say this. Monday, our warm-up segment, the first 20 minutes, is an all-out spoiler warm-up. Spoiler. Uh, our warm-up topic is going to be Mad Max. So try, all the zombies out there, try to see it before next week because I, I really want to talk it with Matt, man, and Norma. All right. There's some what good up? stuff. There's some good what stuff. Up? But, guys, uh, I guess we get to the wrap-up show. And I just want to say, I want to take a minute to say, that uh, this show is so much fun to do. I, I hope you guys have fun. Well, you know, I know you guys have fun listening to it. It's just us being us. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times when, when podcasts are out there, that you know, there's, there's all this planning and there's notes and this. And, and we have notes and, and we, we gather our news stories. But the chemistry between me, Matt, Ted, Norma is unbelievable. And I look forward every week to Monday nights. And... Uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, it, it, this show is so easy to do because of the, the chemistry with you guys. But I just want to tell you guys, I love you guys, and you guys rock. I love you too. Feeling is mutual. This is I love Zombie Cast. So much fun. The only it's the only show in all games that's ever had police brought in to beat, beat host doors in. Yes. Oh, you know what? I got to do a quick play. And Sean, that was very nice. I, I really appreciate it. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not a problem. Uh, zombie Research Society, I posted a new uh, part one of a new zombie author roundtable. Uh, if you remember last year, uh, we were joined by a few authors in our, in our audience. Uh, this time around, we involve uh, Mr. Amrev, John Davis. Mm. Is it, am, I, am I pronouncing that wrong? John Davis or Davies? Uh, anyways, uh, he's the author of American Revenant. We had him on the 150th episode. And he and three other authors uh, kind of interviewed for this. So check it out. It's on zombieresearchsociety.com. Part one's already up. Leave a comment and uh, look for part two coming up next week. It was fun to uh, do this again. Yeah, you kept this from us. We, none of us had a clue. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Surprise! Yeah, it's cool. It's um, some some four really good authors. Uh, so it's good getting the attention out and uh, go buy their books because these are some talented folks. Nice. And nice. one's in our chat right now, Amrev. So Amrev yeah. can plug his stuff there. Yeah, so, uh, Matt, dude, thanks for all that you do for our show. Uh, you know, well, Likewise, you, you, guys. But I'm saying you take up your time, dude, and uh, you're uh, now a writer for the Zone Research Society, but, but it's, it's to help us out, and we want to thank you for that. Well, so everyone does their part. Yes. yes. Thanks, guys. Everyone uh, can do it. Everybody pat Matt on the back. Patting, patting, no, guys. I, patting. Don't, I really don't. Matt, Matt. Ted, I'm glad yes. you're alive. Norma, this wouldn't be the same. You're the heart and soul. Sean, you're the hype and awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Sean is definitely the hype. Aww. <laughs> Look, living oh, head's, head's the brain. Sean is the soul. Sean's a steam-powered hype machine. I'm, I'm the hand and the wrist. You know. are so awesome. <laughs> you know, Podcast for Dummies said, you've you got to create a happy character that people like. So either people love me or hate me. <laughs> I hope it's not a character. It's not like you met me. I have. You're, I, you are such an I, asshole off the air, though. Like you're such a hateful. I was, jerk. but you know what? You can you you can give a good foot massage. Just shut up, Matt. Uh, we, we all got to get up. We got to get Norma to meet us somewhere. Yeah, no kidding. I think we're Dude. all talking about Vegas or Los Angeles or something next year. No, come on, New York City, New York City. I've never been to the city. <laughs> a city or the city? The city. I live right in the middle. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, I'm off. I work Monday through Thursdays. We've been working overtime, but I can take 
it's nothing for me to take a Thursday off, a vacation day, and still get 40 hours and have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, 10, 12 hours, I would be up there. So, I mean, we need, we could plan some for sure. Totally. I'd do it for sure. Niagara really? Falls. We'll go to the barcade. Ah, buddy. Is Norma having trouble hearing us? I, I, I see her chats. I think she had like a heart like, attack. You know, Kyle Jones just come by my house, and he's coming back by, dude, and I think I get to meet Kyle freaking Jones, and I'm excited. That's kind of cool. Uh, Norma, we cannot hear you. Predecessor. Shut up. <laughs> I live in his shadow every Tuesday. I look out to both Kyle and Matt. I did a, I did a podcast one time before we, we all done a podcast together, and I was like, the podcaster that I look up to, the one that I named number one was Matt Bradford. You remember that, Matt? I pointed I that do. out to you. I do. And then you met me. You're like, wait a second. Put too much stock in this guy. So I remember that. Uh, I remember what? that a long time ago. It's been yeah. a while. I've been on ZombieCast for, what, two years now? I think more than that. I've been on. Ted come on in the 90s. <laughs> so, I mean. It was like the end of 2013, maybe, so a year and a half. Because I remember I had just, I hadn't been on the show that long when the, the incident happened where the cat tore my hands up. I had not yeah. been on the show that long. That but, but what people don't understand is, you know, ZombieCast was kind of rebuilt from, you know, it had a test run that didn't work out. And, uh, you know, I always looked up to Ted, dude. I loved Shuh, uh, Spooky Hour, Horror Hour. And uh, I loved Matt on VGO. And I love Miss Norma. And, and it's, I, I love Norma. I, 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 I set out and aimed for you guys. I'm trying to think of some obscene to say you love Norma at these some of the some. Couldn't think of anything. I love Canada. No, you don't. You don't know love, anything about Canada. I do. It's up there. <laughs> it's it's America's hat. That's all you know, dude. Is that is that the name of uh, the Sean Freeman audio book about Canada? Canada. It's up there. It's up it's, there, dude. It's up there, dude. It's up there. Dude, it's that's up the there. name of your audio book. It's up there, You're zombies. <laughs> it's up there. It's. So let me bring Norm. Sean, Sean, you should do a road trip documentary where you go on a road trip to to, to find out if there really is a Canada up there. And you, you, <laughs> and you have the moment where you like get to the Canadian border and you're still not sure about it, and it'd be so good. It's really hot up there. <laughs> I'm like, man. Yeah, like, sure thought the Rocky Mountains would be a little more rockier than this. There's no snow up here. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, Miss Norma, where can people find you? You can find me on <laughs> Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on allgames.com. I'm here Sunday nights with Knuckleballer Radio, and come find me on Xbox Live under Normiebug. Nice. And Mr. Tedekin, who uh, lives? can people Tedekin. find? Besides the bed, man. <laughs> you can find me at the uh, Glendale City Morgue, apparently. <laughs> um, Tedekin on everything. That's it. <laughs> There you, if you go. Would like to, if you would like to play something or whatever, send me a message on Xbox Live, and chances are I will not play you or reply to you. But there is a small possibility that you will get a reply. But I still probably will not play you in anything. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, do, you, do you know what? Until two weeks ago on VGO, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that John was playing for it. He's a jolly good fellow. I, I, I never put two and two together. I thought it was like the bear went over the mountain. <laughs> I thought, maybe. I, I swear to God, dude, I thought. Huh. I was like, it must be the, the, the Canadian 